I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Sydney Opera House in beautiful Sydney, Australia, as we get you set for live tennis coming up at the top of the hour. Welcome to Tennis Channel Live and the summer down under. A full night and morning of live tennis coming at you. We start at the top of the hour. A great matchup to start things off. Annette Contevate and Anz Jabour, a top 10 matchup. And then a little later on, a couple of American women in action. Coco Goff and Madison Keys both playing well down under. Hey, everybody. Welcome inside our Tennis Channel studios here in Santa Monica, California. Rob Simulcare here with Jan Michael Gamble, Chanda Rubin. After the show, we're putting you guys both to work calling some live tennis. Yeah, looking forward to it. We've got some Americans playing and some great matchups coming up. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to seeing Coco Goff continue her good tennis and also Maddie Keys. Boy, she played really well yesterday. Looking to see if she can continue that form because it was on fire yesterday. So some good tennis coming up. The American women doing a lot of damage down under. We'll get to that in a little while. But first, the latest on Novak Djokovic. Here it is. So Djokovic has issued an apology on social media overnight for inaccurate information on his visa application as well as for failure to properly isolate after a positive COVID. COVID test in December. The Australian government still considering deportation, but now they're on the clock. The singles draw is supposed to begin at 11 o'clock Eastern time tonight. Also, the Spanish government now investigating Djokovic for potentially coming into that country unauthorized because he wasn't vaccinated. So a lot going on, a lot of new information, Chanda, since we last spoke about this situation here on TC Live. A draw coming up in a few hours. What do you think we're going to see? Do we think we'll see him in that draw as the number one seed? I mean, it just gets murkier and murkier, and we hear more information that points to Novak Djokovic maybe not being allowed to stay under the visa that he was given, especially if there were inconsistencies and discrepancies. And it just, you know, every time you look up and you think, okay, things are going to be a little smoother, we're going to get to the Australian Open and talk about the tennis, more news comes out. And I think that's the part um, that's most troubling. And then you talk about the draw being made tonight. So is something going to be decided before then? Uh, Are they going to wait and decide after? Are they going to allow him to play? I mean, this could have connotations across the draw for so many players that are kind of waiting and on edge as well. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it is still a mess. It would be chaotic to say the least, if he is pulled out after the draw comes out as the number one seed. Uh, uh, more chaotic than this, you mean. <laughs> it's already been pretty chaotic, and it's been every, what, unfortunately, what everybody's talking about. You know, Novak trying to basically bend the rules to his, in his favor. You know, you have guys like Tennis Sandgren saying, I'm not going to play, I don't want to get vaccinated, so I'm just not going to Australia. Novak hasn't really talked about whether he's vaccinated or not, but it looks like he's not. So he's, he's there. It's interesting because he violated rules in other countries. Now, those investigations, I don't know if they're relevant necessarily to what's happened in Australia. I would imagine that they're going to look at what happened when he entered the country, what happened on that form, and you know, breaking it all down. That's what's logical to look at. Mm-hmm. Does he stay there? 
I'd be surprised, but you know. <laughs> well, it's really in the hands of one person right now, the Minister of Immigration in Australia. He'll make that decision. When we hear anything about that, we will let you know here on Tennis Channel, on our social platforms as well, so you can continue to follow this ongoing story with us. But to tennis now, we go to Sydney and Andy Murray He's come back. We're calling it this for a while now. He's back. The question is, can he get back inside the top 100? This may have been a big win for him against Nikolaj Vasilashvili. Yeah, I think that going up against Vasilashvili at any, against anyone oh, is, is a difficult proposition. He's one of the biggest hitters on the tour. Of course, Andy Murray, one of the best tacticians this game's ever seen. So he finds ways to get into the games of these players. Uh, you saw Bastard's fleet in this first set really kind of moving Andy Murray all over the court, corner to corner, those little drop shots pulling him in, trying to test those legs, that hip, of course, of Andy Murray. Uh, it's not normal Basher to hit the, those, those types of shots, but a lot of drop shots and forcing Andy to hit a good shot there. He had the answer with the wheels. And Andy Murray certainly having to go the distance in this match, really having to deal with the firepower from Bastard's and. Look at this. How about this little drop shot of his own? <laughs> Amazing little shot that he pulled off there. But Andy Murray, again, playing these tough, long matches. This is a good serve ball. Not a great lob, but had the answer there. So Andy Murray, the fortitude is there. He's focused. Looks very, very fit. That was a good test. Can he get through more? Well, we're going to find out. Well, he certainly got a workout here. Over three hours, this win over Basilashvili. Squandered three set points in the second set. Seventh match of more than two hours and 25 minutes for Murray since the U.S. Open. He is playing a lot of tennis. Now he's got to bounce back against David Goffin in his next match in Chanda. This is, you know, at his age, given his medical history, this is really one of the big questions. Can he bounce back quickly? Yeah, I think that's what we continue to kind of look for and look at in terms of Andy Murray matches. And the first sort of business is him winning and getting through some of these matches. So great that he was able to do that here against a tough player, a big hitter in Basilashvili. And those are the type of matches, I think, that will build Andy Murray's confidence, the fact that he can last. I mean, he's going into a major where you have to play three out of five sets and they could go that long or longer. And so I think part of it is important that he has confidence in his body. But yeah, you kind of think if he could conserve a little bit more, it might be a <laughs> bit better. But that's been Andy Murray throughout his career. He's had tough matches. He's had to battle. And so I think it's too much to ask that he completely change his game. But mm. He looked good and this was a good win. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, playing against Goffin today is a guy he's beat six times, and they've played six times. So Goffin only has won two sets against him in the past. So it looks pretty good in favor of Andy Murray. He has the answers to the, the game type of Goffin, just a little bit better of a tactician than Goffin overall. But it's been a while since they've played, of course. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. I, I think also this test that he has in, in this type of a tournament where he plays back-to-back is, is almost like a slam. If you played back-to-back, -back, you, in a slam, you'll have a day off. So maybe he plays a really tough match. You'll have a day to recuperate, get some work done on the body, get into those ice bath, all those kinds of things that the players are doing to allow themselves to play these long matches in, in, in these three out of five set scenarios. Um, so this is going to be kind of that test. What he doesn't want to have is another tough one today and then tomorrow. So we'll see. All right, well. Let's check in now on the ladies. They're playing in Adelaide, and American women playing very well so far down under. Coco Goff, career-high ranking at 19th right now and playing about as well as anybody. Yeah, this was a battle of teenagers, though. Goff, 17, Kostuk, 19. 
and Goff got the upper hand in the first set using her athleticism at the net. She's been playing more aggressively. That is a good sign for her game and served well from the start. But in the second, Kostyuk able to turn the tables. She started trying to attack the serve and here the movement with this little flicking passing shot. She is playing some confident tennis and was a real test for Goff down the stretch in the third. But Goff showed a lot of poise here using her movement and kind of turning the tables on Kostyuk there. She continued to serve well down the stretch in the third set and continued attacking the ball from the ground. There the forehand coming up big after getting the break and she just stayed the course really not giving Kostyuk any opportunities to stay in this match a really terrific win for her. So Coco Goff continuing to play very well in Australia. Also playing well Madison Keys right now. She's got her game dialed in. Yeah, how about Madison Keys? Not only did she move well executing on that passing shot there, but she served well from the start and she returned extremely well. Just kept the pressure on Martinsova from the beginning of the match. The forehand was working. Here's a good big one up the line. Saw a lot of that yesterday. Maddie Keys often will play a good first set though and then sometimes have letdowns in the second. That was not the case in this match whatsoever. Big backhand out of the corner. Again, like the movement yesterday out of the corners, liked how she executed from the middle of the court, did everything well. She just needs to continue to play like this and she can move back up the rankings quickly. Also joining the party for the Americans down under, Allison Risk. And Allison Risk got off to a good start here. Had to battle early in a couple of games, but once she got those under her belt, she relaxed, started hitting out on her shots like that when taking over the middle of the court, trying to play aggressively as often as she could. In the second, Kalina turned the tables, though, was able to make it more, uh, more competitive in this second set. But Risk raised her level, and that is also a good sign for her game. She could play in the midcourt. You know, she can really force opponents into uncomfortable positions. And down the stretch in the second set, she kept hitting out on forehands in particular, allowed her to close this out in two pretty solid routine sets. This could have been a lot tougher than it looked. All right, so a strong win there for Risk, and the stars and stripes flying high down under. Look at this. Five American women in the quarterfinals in Adelaide. A guarantee of at least one in the semis with Ali Riss taking on Madison Brangle, who is through to the quarterfinals. Lauren Davis through as well. So we got a shot at an all-American semifinals down under. Well, we've got live tennis coming up here at the top of the hour on Tennis Channel. Still to come on TC Live. Mullets, they never go out of style. We've spotted a new one down under we think you're going to want to take a look at. Plus, a new twist in the Hall of Fame induction coming up for this year. We'll tell you about that, and we'll preview all the live tennis coming at you at the top of the hour. But first, Garbina Muguruza, she finished 2021 strong, winning the WTA Finals. We'll show you how, we, how she started this year when we come back on TC Live. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
with uh, a Hall of Famer, most likely when her career is over, but she's still got a long way before that. A two-time major champion, second Spanish woman to win Wimbledon, and of course, she finished 2021 on a very high note as she won the WTA finals in Guadalajara, Mexico, as we get into our tennis topics. And really, no one had a better end of year than Muguruza. She started out strong early on in Australia. What do you think is the ceiling for her this year? Well, I think she would be looking to win another major. Certainly, you win the tour finals. You know, that's almost like a major. You've got the best eight players in the world competing. She was able to do that finally after winning her last major uh, in 2017. So this is a bit of a resurgence for Garbina Muguruza. And I think the sky's the limit. She's got a complete game. She knows what it takes to win at this level. She's feeling more confident in her game. And she's got a good coaching situation that you can really see the joy. You can see you know, the connection they have. And I think that is a big component for any player. So it's been fun to watch her um, kind of work through some tough moments and kind of lift the trophy up again. All right. Well, she's looking to lift up a trophy in Melbourne. But a tune-up match in Sydney, Muguruza taking on a Katarina Alexandrova. Yeah, and, and from the start, Muguruza got off to a quick win. She was seeing the ball early. She was quick with her footwork. And Alexandrova a little bit flat. This one, Muguruza adjusting very well. This was the story of the first set. And Alexandrova just had nowhere to really go. This is a good player who's been right around 20 in the world. And Muguruza just took her out of the game. But in the second, Alexandrova turned the table, started serving better, had multiple set points, five in total. Missed that one on set point number three. This was number four. But, you know, credit to Muguruza for just staying firm, not panicking, not going away, and just battling. Once she was able to hold serve, got off to a good start in the second set tie break. And you could just feel the confidence build, the belief that Muguruza um, has gotten from all of these recent wins. Terrific win for her. Garbina Muguruza said she loves beginning the year down under. Like feeling um, that you work so hard in the, in the off season, and then you come and you have all this energy and all these things in mind to put in the game and and fresh, if some sort of freshness in in the in the mindset. And um, I don't know. There's great tournaments, great environment. I feel like why not? Great tournaments. Another Spanish woman who finished the year strong, Paola Badosa. She won Indian Wells in the fall. Now she's taking on Ayla Tomjanovic. Yeah, Badosa's certainly playing like she is a top yeah, 10 athlete out there. Such a great athletic player. Plays well out of the corners. The big forehand right there up the line. She started well in this match against Tomjanovic and I think has the type of game that can really trouble uh, Tomjanovic. Just a little bit more in the tank on the ground strokes. Does a little bit better with the ground strokes out of the corner. That's a particularly good backhand, though on that occasion, but Badosa, look how well she returned yeah, yesterday. The forehand was really working for her. I love the fire from Paula Badosa. She's one of my favorite players to watch on the WTA. Got through this match fairly easily. Again, playing like she's a top 10 player, that Indian Wells is gonna give her a lot of confidence. Can she be a contender for a slam? I think so. That was a very high quality match there, despite the score, really uh, both players played very well. So now you've got Badosa, Chanda, 
defending a lot of points. Her ranking skyrocketed last year. Uh, how do you think she lines up to defend all those points this season? Well, it's a problem you want to have, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you're a top 10 player. You expect to have um, that kind of an issue, hopefully year in and year out. And I think for Paula Bedosa, this is what she has worked so hard for. You know, she had a tough start to last year, and it's amazing how well she finished it, had COVID, was in hard quarantine, I think for the longest, for three weeks in Australia, and somehow managed to turn her year round. So I think, you know, confidence-wise and belief-wise, she's at an all-time high, and that's going to help her kind of defend. And as a player, you don't want to think about defending. You just want to think about continuing to play your game, improving when you can, and playing more consistently. So if she has that attitude, I think she'll do pretty well. Yeah, the way she competes in her matches is always going to put her in a good position. She's so fiery. She doesn't ever give up on any point at any given time whatsoever. So she brings her pretty much at least B-plus game to the table often. And I think that that's going to be in her favor to really have good results. I, I think she's an outlier for, for a threat in the slams. I think she's put herself there. She starts to believe winning a big title like Indian Wells is, is a huge thing for a player like that. From 70 to top 10, it's amazing stuff. All right, well, she's playing well. We'll see her a little bit later on tonight. But when we come back, some surprising news from the Tennis Hall of Fame. We'll tell you about that when we come back on this edition of TC Live. All right, we're getting you set for tennis at the top of the hour from Sydney, Australia. Annette Contivate on Jabur. Don't worry about those clouds in Sydney. They got a roof. We're definitely going to be seeing some tennis live at the top of the hour. Let's check in now on the men. David Goffin taking on Dennis Kudluk. And Goffin obviously looking for some form, been struggling to win matches for quite some time. Found oh, it in this tournament. Good first round, and now a match against uh, Dennis Kudla, who was a lucky loser in this event, got through some good matches for Kudla to get in there. But Goffin kind of has the game, similar type of game, just does everything a little bit better than Kudla. Changes direction well. That's a well-held forehand there. Goffin started this match off quite well, served well, returned well, and moved well. Unfortunate volley to sort of end that one. But decent result for Kudla. Good, good news for Goffin fans. He's starting to play a little better. Petra Kvitova and Anja Burr. Yeah, this was a blockbuster matchup, contrasting styles, and it was a fun match to watch. Shots like that from Jabur, where she was able to get out of the corners, quickly use her feel. Kind of jerk Kvitova around the court at times, but when she needed to, she was solid, and she went big, and she was aggressive. Got that first set tucked away after getting down the early break. Same thing happened here in the second set. But Jabur, again, just maintained a level of intensity, a level of focus when she needed to. That's been one of the big improvements in her game. And they're just outmaneuvering Kvitova to take this match in straight sets. It's been a tough matchup for Jabur. Very good win for her. The top 10 player advances past Petra Kvitova, the veteran, still ranked in the top 25, but she's got to wait for Melbourne to play again. A look at the draw in Sydney, you see Contivate and Jabur will match up, and then Bedosa is still looking for an opponent. That match between Benchich and Dodan needs to be finished. It was suspended by rain, but uh, you look at Muguruza there at the bottom, Chanda, looks dangerous. Uh, she does. She is playing well, confident. It'll be an interesting matchup against Kasatkina, who's also playing confidently, has 
the variety. Looking forward to that one, along with Contivate Jabur. They've been battling on social media in a friendly fashion, so it'll be nice to see how they match up in the quarterfinals. Contivate passed Jabur <laughs> to make the WTA finals at the end of last year, so they've got a bit of a friendly, friendly rivalry going. Yeah, they did, and both of those two players certainly turned it up at the end of last year. Contivate had a fantastic finish. Jabur had a fantastic year in general, so that's going to be a fun match to watch, and they do have that fun, friendly feud, which is fun to see. A lot of good tennis there. Badosa could come through. Muguruza versus Badosa is a possible matchup, which I would really look forward to seeing. So I think there's some great tennis to be had. A lot of tough players. Absolutely. All right, let's check in online right now and the social net, what's happening in the world of tennis on social media. We start with the International Tennis Hall of Fame, and this is an interesting announcement. There will not be any inductee for the class of 2022. So no new inductees. Leighton Hewitt will be inducted this summer all by himself. Yeah, he was not able uh, you know, to get inducted last year, so it's nice that he'll actually have the ceremony, be able to celebrate. You know, this year there was a new slate, uh, but they did not get enough votes to be inducted. But this man certainly well-deserved, was just a battler in his day and continues to do so. Is he retired yet? I mean, I guess he has to be, but it seemed <laughs> like so. he kept playing for quite a long time, but it'd be nice to see him finally get his due here. Jan, Mike, you play a little tennis with uh, Leighton Hewitt. What are your memories? Oh, I loved playing Leighton Hewitt. I think we played seven times. Uh, won three of them. We had some great, great exchanges, some big matches, and uh, a guy that I looked forward to playing. Some people didn't like his intensity. I, I was intense myself, so he was a guy I, I loved playing against. It was, it was a lot of fun. He very much deserves this, so maybe the solo in, induction is going to be a good thing for him. Um, it, it's going to be a fun event, for sure. I suspect we'll see some Aussies making the trip for that induction ceremony. Meanwhile, all right, well, we're always on the hunt for a good mullet here at Tennis Channel, and we think we have found a new one. Dane Sweeney, a qualifier at the Australian Open, bringing a little 1980s flair to the qualies. He was eliminated from qualifiers, but that, that is some high quality there. I mean, I, I question, Rob, you saying that we're always looking for a good mullet, are we? <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, but there seems like there are several things going on here. I mean, I, I'm, I think I know what the mullet is, but are those bangs that he has as well? Like, like what, what's going as, on? Or is that the is that the <laughs> headband that's keeping it like that? Jim, Mike, could you pull off this hairstyle? Uh, no. I think you could. I, I had long hair, unfortunately, <laughs> in, in, I think, High school, early high school, but it was not like that. I, I don't know if it's a mold or is that is like a ponytail. It's like a lot. I'm not sure. Cool. Jan, Mike, no, I, I, I would like pull, to see you I try. I could not pull that off. <laughs> if anybody I could, would even grow that it long. would be you, I think. <laughs> well, congratulations, Dane. We're, we're impressed. We are impressed. All right, remember, we've got live tennis coming up at the top of the hour from Sydney and Adelaide, the WTA. 7 o'clock Eastern time, night session at 3 a.m. Eastern, encore coverage tomorrow. And then tomorrow, TC Live will be a little bit later at 8 o'clock Eastern time to get you set for another night of live tennis. Back to wrap up TC Live in a minute. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well, if you've enjoyed this 30-minute version of TC Live, you're going to love yourself some two-hour TC Live episodes starting next week before the Australian Open. Every single day, coverage presented by Geico starting Sunday, 5 o'clock Eastern Time. We will see you there. Here is our featured set of matches tonight. We start with Annette Contevate and Anz Jabour, and then a good-looking lineup, a completion of a match, Dodan and Bencic, and then a couple of Americans, Coco Goff, Madison Keys, both looking to continue their hot play down under. So let's check in on these matches. Chanda, I start with you. Barbara Krejcikova playing well against Caroline, Caroline Garcia. Yeah, I think both of them are, are playing at a bit of a high, but Krejcikova, of course, a completely different level last year, getting into the top 10, winning a major. Garcia is kind of finding some form again. I think this, I mean, they've had some tough matches in the past. I think you've got to give the edge to Krejcikova, but it will be a match she'll have to play completely. She'll, she won't necessarily hit Garcia off the court. We'll see a lot of you know slices and changes of pace. It should be a fun match to watch. All right, Coco Goff, a matchup here again against Anna Kanyu, and uh, Goff's playing so well right now. Yeah, and you know what I like about this tournament for her? The pressure's on. I, I like the pressure being on her to come through this event as now the top seed left in the event. Uh, she got through a very tough match, three-setter three yesterday, so more pressure on her today. The forehand looks good. She's made some good work, I think, on the serve. I think Chanet looked better than, than it did last year, so good off-season for Coco Goff coming into this. Have a good tournament here then have a great Australian Open. So I, I'm looking very much forward to the match tonight. Yeah, I think this should be another good win for golf. Uh, when you think, look at Konyu, she was another really good junior, had some injury issues, but is back healthy, uh, got through a nice tough one uh, in a previous round. But golf is playing with a, a different level of confidence. And I think having beaten a, a fellow teenager, that's always a boost for any player. You're beating your peers, players that are close to you. Uh, and so I think for, for golf, having gotten through that match in such tough fashion, uh, it'll make her even better for this one. I'll give her the edge as well. Jan, Mike, how tough a matchup do you think Daria Kasakina is from Rugarutha? Well, Kasakina is always a tough matchup. She moves well. She moves the ball around the court well with that kind of heavy forehand that she hits that gets it out of the strike zone of some players. I think that's going to be a little bit more difficult for her against Mugu, who's a tall player, moves well herself. That backhand is, is such a good weapon. She was hitting it down the line extremely well yesterday. One of her biggest assets is that shot and how well she serves. So she's serving well. She's confident. She won the year-end championships. Um, I think it's going to be a tough ask for Kasatakina to get through that match. Uh, but she's always tough, so we never know. All right, well, we're going to set Chan to free in just a minute to go join Jason Goodall to call some live tennis from down under. We've got Anjabur. She's on the court. We are expecting her opponent, Annette Contivate, any second now. Here she comes, and this should be a really good matchup of top ten players, the Sydney Tennis Classic, and a whole night of live tennis coming at you after this.